When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My name is Don Stott. I am a father who experienced estrangement from one of my adult children firsthand. Welcome to Beyond the Pain, a place where parents of estranged adult children can find peace and healing. In each episode, I hope to share stories that'll help you through some of your darkest hours. To bring this out of the shadows and stop being ashamed. Then to build you up and inspire you to love yourselves even more. Hello, I want to start by reminding you that I am not a therapist or a doctor. I'm just a guy who's been there and wants to help you have a life past our estranged children. If you need mental help coping with this or have thoughts of hurting yourself or someone else, please seek professional help. Hi there, guys. It's me again. I'm here with um, another mom. We are going to talk to Karen. Hi, Karen. How are you? I am good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. good. Um, so, um, like we said before, um, we just just have a conversation. We like to get, as you've listened to, get plenty of other people's experiences because you never know like what one particular thing that you experience would help one other person somewhere so um, absolutely so i i appreciate you being here i know it's not always uh an easy thing to deal with to to talk about but i think it's important to to talk about it not just for yourself but for you know others other people out there yeah absolutely thank you for having me of course, of course. I'm, I'm glad you reached out. So I'd like to start with just learning a little bit about Karen. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, Sure. My name is Karen. I live in Massachusetts. Um, I'm a home care provider, my husband and I, to two adult uh, mentally disabled men. Oh, okay. Um, we live our life for them. We've had one for eight years and another for four. Um, so we take care of them 24 hours a day. Um, I drive school bus, <laughs> little bus. Goodness. Yeah. So um, two beautiful daughters. One's 32, one's 25. Two beautiful, beautiful grandbabies. 12 and a half boy and a seven-year-old girl. Um, our life, our life married, um, been with my husband for 38, 38 years, That's 27 awesome. years married next month. So yeah, just, you know, your typical family, I guess, with four adults. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I was telling you about my friends in Indiana, uh, before they also care for, uh, or I think they're technically adopted. Uh, kids like you're talking about that the yeah. young adults. Yeah, we didn't adopt ours. Ours were yeah. um, ours were family friends. Oh, cool. Uh, well, yeah. Good for you. So we, they ended That's up awesome. with us, and we are one big happy family. We live every day for them. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, so how long? Oh, well, I guess the first thing is before before you guys became estranged and we'll get into the who's and what's uh, in a minute, but mm-hmm. um, how was your relationship with your kids? Um, our oldest daughter is the one um, okay. that we have 
our um, uh, that our differences with. Um, right. She was um, she's the, she's thirty two. She was defiant growing up. Um, um, she was diagnosed with a compulsive being a compulsive liar at like the age of six. Um, we battled um, school issues, um, lying in the school system, um, almost got expelled for lies, um, that kind of thing. So lying's always been there. Um, so the mental health, of course. Um, she was a challenge, but a heart of gold, a heart yeah. of gold, um, very caring. She went into the medical fields. Um, she, she loves the elderly. She loves people with disabilities. Um, and so, yeah, so typical defiant teenager stuff. Um, she had her son at the age of 20. Um, they lived with us at the time. He was diagnosed with autism at the age of two and a half. A mm, okay. um, couple of um, DCF involvements. Um, today, I will still continue to say that I thought, I think a lot of my grandson's things were due to parental neglect. Yeah. Um, to a point where we actually took action ourselves, um, but she overcame all of that. Her and her boyfriend they went to parenting classes, um, and they did really well. They did really, 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 really well. I have to give credit when credit is due. Yeah. They did great. Um, then they had a child together, so this wasn't our grandson wasn't theirs, right? Um, but he was with part of my grandson's life since he was eight months old. Okay. Um, so then they had a child together. And that's when things, um, they were good. It seemed like she was handling motherhood and uh, like things were really good. Like we, she, her and her boyfriend and the kids were always at our house, um, always there, spent every holiday with us. Um, like I always go back into like my Facebook memories and I look at everything and I'm just like, because that's what me and my husband have been doing for the past three years yeah. was reflecting on all of it. And my goodness, they were with us all the time, all the time, all the time. We used to have the kids for like the whole weekend, um, all the time. And then three and a half years ago, something happened. So after, you know, like all reflecting, blaming ourselves, where did we go wrong? Um, trying, 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 trying to figure things out. Like we, we kind of like went, um, it's so hard to explain. Every six months started three and a half years ago. She broke up with her boyfriend. He moved out. And two days after he moved out, she got a new boyfriend. We thought that was really strange. Right. So we started with like, okay, well, something's not right here. Like you don't have a boyfriend that quick, you know? Um, but we supported it. We kept her on her feet. We babysat so that she could keep her job. We loaned her money to buy a car, um, all this stuff. And then she went back with the boyfriend. And then mm. that's when <laughs> everything went downhill. We don't know what happened. So it was, it, there was a pattern. Um, right. They started, they started keeping our granddaughter from us. They would still let us take our grandson, but they would always have an excuse why we couldn't take our granddaughter. Um, so, and then, yeah, I, I, it's just so bizarre. I don't even know how to explain it sometimes. Right. So just bear with me. Um, no, no problem. So it would happen. It, it seemed like it would happen every six months. Every six months, she would get mad at me, at me, to a point where we would have like birthday parties planned for my grandson and stuff, and she wouldn't even attend. She would just like all of a sudden start a fight with me like two days prior and be like, well, you can take him, but I'm not going. We're not coming. And um, just really strange behavior. 
Um, and it was literally like on the calendar every six months. So we did this for three years, every six months. And she would just out of nowhere, just stop all contact. Um, wouldn't answer our calls, wouldn't answer our texts. My husband would show up and he'd be like, can we take the kids? Can we do the kids? It was always October and spring, always. So naturally we thought, we started thinking, well, maybe she has seasonal seasonal depression disorder. Makes sense. So we're like, okay. So, you know, we just went with it, gave her her space at those times. But then she would do like, then she started like intentional hurt things. Um, we would ask to do things with the kids around these holidays and she would always have some excuse why we couldn't do them. Um, where we didn't get to do anything through Halloween, but then she would all of a sudden do this huge like photo dump on social media with our grandkids doing things with all of his family. His family. Like all this intentional and it was just like, well, wow, we've been asking, you know, and right. he won't give us the time of day. So mm. anyway, so, and then she would just pick up right where we left off. Wow. Never in three years, never got an apology, um, never got an explanation. Um, two times in the three years, every six months, she did send me horrible texts um, telling me that her counselor told her that I was the problem. Um, that I was always the problem and I'll shame on that counselor, um, for not hearing both sides of the story. Um, so she has told me that her counselor told her that I was the problem. Um, she has called me a narcissist, um, which I am the, I couldn't be any further from a narcissist. I am right. happy. I am kind. I am loving. I just, I love everybody in my life. And I'm so every time she pulled away in six months, it seemed to get a little bit longer, right? A little bit longer every time. So this last time is when it got really, really bad. It was December, December 28th, my grandson um, oh, maybe I should tell you what happened before that. Right before that, they were here. Um, and my future son-in-law says that gymnastics was getting expensive. So he told my husband that three, my, me and my husband three times. So my husband and I talked and we're like, should we offer them some more money to help them pay for gymnastics for our grandkids? Gymnastics is not cheap, you no. know, but we're always, always willing to help, always did help. Um, so long story short, he didn't even know we were paying for gymnastics in the first place. And yeah, so we offered him more money and because we were paying a certain amount, we were helping. Um, right. And he was just like, what do you mean more money? We were not aware that he didn't know. We were trying to do the right thing and offer him more money. So it was a huge blowout. Um, He was not aware of any of this money coming in every month. And my daughter was manipulating her way all around where that money was. Um, He said he hadn't seen it. Um, So we had been doing that for six months at that point, and he never knew we gave a penny. Oh, wow. So that's where it started. So we had our grandson for two days in December. And he went home on December 29th and we sent her a message on New Year's Day, wishing them a happy new year and got no response. Nothing. Is that just this past year? Yes. So, yes. So we have pretty much been done since this year, um, since New Year's. Never got an explanation. Um, just totally would not answer calls or texts. Um, but my husband would go to the house and she would act like nothing was wrong. So finally I went to the house with my husband. Of course, I will never go around her without anybody. She's, she manipulates and she lies. And, 
Um, so I asked her straight out, am I doing something wrong? Like if I am, please tell me what I'm doing wrong so that we can fix this. Like this is out of control. Right. You know, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing wrong. And she just stared at me and she's just like, what? And I'm like, what? She's like, I'm busy. I'm like three months. I'm your mom. And when before December, you were texting me four times a day. Like when we're good, it's she calls me and texts me around the clock. Constant. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's just nothing. Right. It'd be different if you never, you know, if you went weeks without texting anyway. But no, it was every day, every single day calling um, showing me what she's making for dinner, telling me what the kids are up to, you know, just everything. When when we were on that on time, everything was great, like wow. so great. Um, so she got married. So this is where it got really, really bizarre. Um, we showed up at the house and because we hadn't heard anything about the wedding. She didn't. Um, include us in anything. Um, I asked her, I'm like, do you want a bridal shower? Um, do you, do you want, like, what do you want? And she was just like, nothing. She goes, I'm good. I don't yeah. want a bridal shower. I don't want none of that. And we're like, okay. You know, so she showed us, she showed us her wedding bands and everything and told us what the menu was. And she, I remember she had said eggplant. And I'm like, oh, that's your dad's favorite. And she's like, I know. She goes, that's why I ordered eggplant. So I thought we were good. Right. I thought we were good. We walked out of there. My husband and I were both happy. We both slept that night. Um, the next day, nothing. So it went like a whole month. Again, wow. not returning our calls, not answering our texts, nothing. And then one day about after about a month, I got a text from her and it was a picture of a sticky note. And on that sticky note was a list of things that needed to be paid for her wedding. And I instantly, I instantly started crying because I'm like, how can somebody think that this is okay? Right. But that was also my validation that, you know what, this is, she's seriously, has some mental health issues to think that that's okay right. um, because it, it didn't even phase her. So I, I just like, I kind of just like had to catch my breath. I, I cried a little bit and I texted her back and I said, I, I said, okay, I will have to talk to your dad. Right. So, and she didn't even respond to that. It was not okay. Thank you. Um, nothing. It was just the list. That was it. Hmm. So um, my husband and I, he would go to gymnastics to see the kids. I couldn't go because my bus route was too late. I didn't get home in time. He would go to gymnastics faithfully two nights a week. And then it got to the point where he would go. Now he traveled 40 minutes from home to go to gymnastics. He would go and they just wouldn't show up. She didn't have like the decency to text him, call him or anything um, to tell them that he wasn't, that they weren't going to gymnastics, didn't care that he was sitting in the parking lot waiting for them. Um, Just totally disregard to any of my husband's feelings or mine, but I was already backed off at that point. Um, Right. So I can't even say she was disregarding my feelings. It was now as my husband's, she couldn't control me anymore. And I wasn't giving her an argument. So she went after my husband. Mm. Um, so w- wouldn't answer calls from him, just left him in the parking lot, stuff like that. Um, and then one day she called him and said that she needed some pictures. So I have these big suitcases full of old family pictures. Um, they're very valuable. I mean, who wouldn't think that they weren't, you know what I mean? They're my pictures of my family um, growing up and even my siblings and stuff like that. Um, And she asked my husband to bring them to gymnastics. And he was just like, no, 
Like, I'm not going to bring them to gymnastics. If you want to look yeah. at them, come here and we can all look at them together and we can help you do whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right. We can help you. Think, you know, thinking if, if she came and maybe if we all sat down and were talking and laughing at old pictures, like maybe it would spark something again or, you know. Maybe, yeah. Makes sense. And, but she was just like, no, I don't have time. And my husband's like, you have time to go everywhere except for us. Yeah. Like, no, you can come and look at the pictures, but at the house. Yeah. Um, she just flat out said she didn't have time. So my husband was down the road one day at the little store, like literally 30 seconds from here. And our cameras went off and he checked the cameras and it was her. She went into my basement. She used the key. She went into the mm. basement and she was going to take the pictures. So my husband caught her and he asked her, like, what are you doing? And she was like, I told you that I needed the pictures. And he was like, but we told you that you can come and look at the pictures with us. You know, right. you just can't take them. They're, those are our pictures and they're our belongings and you can't take them. Right. So she looked right at my husband and said, fine. She says, then don't bother coming to my wedding. It was Ooh. just like that. Dang. Just like that. And he was just like, really? And she was like, yep, don't bother coming. And he was just like, wow. He's like, okay. He goes, I guess that saves me money then. Right. You know, what else is he going to say? You know? So then I got a text from her stating the same thing you guys are officially uninvited to my wedding and then that's where she started saying all these things um all these made-up things in her head right. like i'm reading it and i'm just like like i wanted to whack my head against the wall like where is this stuff coming from but then when i tried to respond in my defense with every little thing that she said, I was blocked. Yeah. So she didn't want to hear anything that I had to say. So yeah. my husband tried to text her and said, this is out of control. We need to talk. Right. She blocked Nothing. him too. Yeah. So, you know, so we went another two months with mentally preparing um, not being able to go to our daughter's wedding. Um, in that time I had found Sally who I yes. highly recommend. <laughs> she also has been my savior. Yes. Um, Sally's really good. Mm -hmm. And I found her from your podcast. Awesome. Um, I found her. So we were mentally preparing ourselves not to go to the wedding and we were yeah. doing okay. We're like, we finally accepted that it clearly was mental health issues. Um, oh, we tried to bring our daughter, our granddaughter, a birthday gift, and she slammed the door right in our face, left us standing on the sidewalk. Yeah, I've heard um, that a told lot. Us, told us to come back another day. It's like, if that's not control, then, like, she never told us to never contact her again. She always keeps just that little, just that little, mm. that little, little, little bit just to keep us just so she can play games with us, you know? And you can um, never have any closure that way either. You can no, never no. relax nope. a little, even though it would be torturous, but at least there would be an end to it yeah. at some point. I sent her a closure letter. Yeah. Um, I told her that. I was going to give her her space now because she has made it. Per and I was very nice. Um, I, I wasn't mean. I, I was loving. I was giving my daughter her space and I was wishing her nothing but happiness. Right. I, I told her, I said, I can't force you to love me. I can't, I can't force you to even like me. I said, you have made it perfectly clear that you don't want me in your life. I said, I have finally accepted that. Um, I said, it's time for me to move on. I said, I know my grandchildren 
will find me again someday because my grandchildren know that we love them and they know that this is not us. Yeah, at least they know you. you They do. And our grandson, he's been with us since day one. So he knows it's not us. Yeah. Um, So, but she keeps just that, you know, that little, little bit. Sure. So four days, four days before the wedding, she calls my husband and says, I need you guys at my wedding. Wow. I want you guys. I'm sorry. Wasn't neat. I want you guys at my wedding. Wow. My husband, after an hour and a half conversation with her, and all she did was put me down in that hour and a half conversation. Mm. Um, my husband got off the phone and we talked and I said, I'm not going. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going. Yeah. And the reason why I said I'm not going is because four days before the wedding, to call us and decide that she wants us there. She didn't want us there. She needed us there. Right. So that she wouldn't have to explain to people why you're not there. Yeah. Makes sense. You know, so that made, that made everything so different where we were so sad. Um, so sad and heartbroken that we weren't going to be at the wedding, but then we accepted it and moved on. And, you know, we made plans for that day with our other daughter, um, you know, stuff like that. And my other daughter, I told her she had to go, but she made the adult decision herself not to go only because she said that she can't lie to everybody like her sister does. She said, if people come up to me and ask me where my parents are, I'm not going to lie to them. Yeah. And, you know, but I did try to talk her into going, but, you know, she's an adult and I'm actually regretting even trying to talk her into that. I should not have done that. Um, You know, she's very mature. She's, she knows the situation better than anybody on earth knows the situation. You know? Well, if you remember my first one, my first episode, mine did too. My youngest did too. And it was, um, you know, yeah, it was was challenging to mentally deal with. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's challenge for everybody involved and, you know, um, wow. But yeah, so we went to the wedding. Um, we were there for seven hours. We were treated like outcasts for the whole. So you did end up going. Yes. Because my, I did it for my husband because my husband said, he felt that if he went, this was his way back in Gotcha. to her life and the grandkids life. Yeah. My husband needs my grandson. They are so close. Um, so, and my husband is in poor health. Um, so he, she roped him right in. She manipulated him to the point and he was just like well, I can't go without you so I'm like well I'm going but I'm going for you yeah. I'm going for you um, and we did and I felt so bad for him yeah. the day after was Father's Day and she never texted him oh. she never called him um, I wanted to call me cruel <laughs> because that's the point that I got to but I wanted to stop payment on the check that we gave her Um, because I was just, how can somebody hate us and treat us so badly, Right. but yet you're okay with taking our money? Like, I have a problem with that. No, I, I Um, understand. I've talked to, well, in, in the Facebook group that I'm a part of a lot of that very question goes around a lot, you know, about giving the money or them being in the will or whatever. And and everybody has their own version. They do yes. whatever they needed to for them. But, yeah. but for and me. And I respect everybody's decisions on that. Everybody, yeah. you know, I always say everybody, we're all in the same storm, just different boats. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and however you handle, how whatever way you handle things is the way that you handle things. You have to do what's best for you. Exactly. For me, I already omitted her from 
all of my things through the court system. Nothing has been finalized yet, but I did contact a lawyer. Um, It's and it's only because how can you treat somebody this way and expect to get all their belongings, get all their like, why would you even want it? Yeah, that's you know, that's just mind blowing to me. It is. Um, So I told my husband, I want to stop payment on the check. Yeah. And he was just like, you know what? He goes, don't do that. He goes, because again, giving her the benefit of the doubt, he says she probably won't even cash the check. Hmm. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, well, wait. And she cashed the check. She cashed it three days. The check was cashed. Done. So, but another thing we did find out at the wedding that's also confirming other things is that, um, there was some family drama on my side and my husband's side. And it has come to my attention, our attention now that my daughter was the center of both sides, family drama. It's funny. Cause that's one of the things I was going to ask is how yeah. this has affected other family members. Yeah, Obviously your other kids that it, it affects, but yeah, she's divided to oh, them and she's goodness. in the center of both of them. One of them being my mom, mm. um, um, and the other one is my husband's sister who yeah. showed up at her wedding. And like I said, it was just huge blows, huge, yeah. huge, huge blows. Um, so yeah, so she got married on June 17th and we, um, I made the choice not to call her, not to text her, nothing. Yeah. Um, she wasn't even going to say bye to me at the wedding. I stood up and I was just like, bye, I love you. And I told yeah. her that the wedding was beautiful, you know, and yeah. she just, bye, I love you and walked away. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, as everybody's saying, we did the right thing. I'm not even sure that was the right thing. It's probably the you know thing for that moment for someone. Yeah. Probably for your husband. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of because it for him. Not right because you know. I mean, but he did find out. You know, he did get the confirmation that he needed that she was the center of a family drama on his side. So yeah. he did get that validation, although it was a kick in the stomach for him. Um, he so did was get- there drama going on before you guys realized she was part of? Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft. Made with Tencel, it's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft. Made with Tencel, it's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Or... Um, you know, we we didn't put two and two together <laughs> until... So when these kinds of things happen, you sit down and you just reflect. Yeah. And you... You just you reflect pick a lot. Everything. <laughs> yes. Like a lot. My yeah. husband, we would stay up hours and hours and hours just going through text messages. Like, okay, well, I didn't say nothing wrong there. I didn't say right. nothing wrong on this day. That's what we did for three years every six months is we just kept going back and back and back. Like, well, what did we do? We just, know. all hours of the night done, yeah. we would sit there and just go through everything 
everything, everything, everything. We would go through my phone. Then we would go through his phone and, and then right. everything would just pick up right where it left off. So everything dropped. Yeah. You know, and then six months again, here we go again. We start wow. reflecting again through those, the past six months of text messages. Where did we go wrong again? You know, so, but just, and in all of that, my grandson had emergency surgery. Oh. Um, she didn't contact us. Her boyfriend did. Her boyfriend contacted our, my husband, um, said that he, our grandson was having emergency surgery. Um, he said he told our daughter that she should call us and she said no. Mm. Um, he had the decency to call us, well, that's uh, good which, anyway. which was good because we also were questioning him right? <laughs> and his family. Like, as I was, he, is he controlling yeah. is the family? But you know what? After three years of everything, it's her, it's her. Um, especially since we learned, you know, that he didn't know about all the money we were giving. Right. Um, and then he's the one after the surgery, he told my husband, he was going to call my husband and let him know when surgery was over. And he did that. Um, oh, that's nice. Yep. And then my husband called two days later to check in. Um, he called my daughter's phone first, right. but she wouldn't answer. Um, the boyfriend did call and then let my husband talk to my grandson, which was oh, really God. decent. Um, so we don't think it's him, but what we are getting from all of that is he's, we think that he, he knows some of it, Yeah, you know, I, we think that he feels like she's not who she really claims to be, right. He has admitted to my husband because my husband has tried to talk to him to see if we could get him to help us. Right. Like we've tried everything. And he did admit to my husband that she does lie a lot. Actually, I take that back. She fibs a lot. And yeah. they argue about that a lot. Yeah. Um. So with the actions that he did, you know, with calling us, um, letting my husband talk. Um, and then my husband did call him five days after the wedding. Um, because again, it was like a manipulation thing. They planned a fishing trip. They just roped my husband into attending the wedding, like something fierce. Yeah. Um, so my husband called to confirm, I mean, to uh, cancel the fishing trip because it was going to pour. Um, and he did answer the phone for him and, um, he kept, he told them, he's like, I kept him on the phone for a while. I wanted to see if he would keep talking to me you know? and he did, he yeah. did, which is good. Um, but for me though, he totally disregards me. Even at the mm -hmm. wedding, he walked right by me. He wouldn't, he didn't introduce me to anybody. Um, and there's a name for it. And is it Nancy? Yeah. Was you Nancy was the who is the the, the lady author. the author of Beyond? Uh, oh, that's um, Sherry McGregor. Is the Beyond? Uh, uh, no, done with I, crying. I want to say Nancy. Who was your last one? This is her second book with, that's out, but the, it's done with crying. Is Sherry McGregor? The okay. Nancy was the. Nancy. Um, she was the banished. Her book oh, was okay. called Banished. It's a okay. grandmother's story or so something like that. She had said um, Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm yeah. syndrome. Okay. Um, and that, when I heard her say that, I was just like, wow, because that's what uh, we say like is going on. Because now I can officially call him my son in law. Right. Um, that he's experiencing. He's experiencing all of it, uh, but he's he has to live with right. it. So right. he's, he's accepting what, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's gotta be a tough position. It, yes. And, and I think it's, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't want to break up his family. Right. You know? So, I mean, if it's just her hating her mother and he has to get through that. Yeah. I mean, now, you know, you, you know? say, every six months and 
I'm going to disclaimer this. Obviously, I am not a doctor or professional, but it almost sounds like that maybe she takes some meds and then stops and then takes, you know, it's it's strange timing. We had asked her that. Yeah. And um, she said yes. Yeah. (laughs) But then we're... So, um, but then there was nothing after that. And I'm like, well, why do you stop? And then she was just like, because the doctor pulls me off of it or something. Uh-huh. Um, there's just always, she goes from med to med to med. She's a migraine sufferer. Uh-huh. Um, so just like all kinds of things. So I want to say that it's, it, she does have some serious mental health issues and that that three and a half years ago, when all of that happened, my husband and I are saying that she had a serious mental health shift Yeah. at that point. And that's why everything is the way that it is now. Um, now, have you guys <laughs> um, sought out for yourselves any um, professional help like that? Any, any therapy or counselors or anything? I- I went with the life coach. Um, cool. Oh, with Sally. With Sally. Awesome. Um, Sally is fantastic. Oh, Sa- listen, <laughs> for a counselor to tell my daughter that I was the problem so that she has that in her head right. and only that in her head, I thought that was very unprofessional. So I, I was just like, after they said that the counseling, um, there was a waiting list. I was just like, you know what? I'm not waiting. And then I thought about it and I'm like, do I even want to wait for that? Like maybe counseling is not my thing. Well, if they're going to do sign? that, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to wait for counseling. And then I just happened to listen to that podcast today at uh, that day. And I, I don't remember who it was because I listened to so many of them, yeah. but she had talked about Sally. I went yeah. home. That's I Nora. Uh, Norma. Norma. Yeah. So I went She's home. Great. I got in touch with Sally. I had my interview with her the next day. Awesome. Um, yes. And then now I belong to, I belong to her. <laughs> That's, <what laughs> That's I'm awesome. Saying. I'm so I glad. I belong to her group of, you know, of um, all moms, moms yeah. that have defiant adult children. Some are strange, some are not. Right. Um, unfortunately, I, I shouldn't say unfortunately, because I don't wish this pain on anybody, but there's not too many in the group that have it with grandchildren. So I, yeah. I struggle in that area yeah. so, so, so badly. Um, and we had that too, um, with our granddaughters, right? So yeah. Two is. and a half, right? So you missed at the time. Yeah. So. Time. So you missed two years. Mm-hmm. Almost three, and yeah. she just she's turning. and that's the bonding time, and it's yeah. like how can children, how can our children be so cruel to yeah. take that away from their own children, and yeah. that's the that's what my husband and I can't we can't comprehend that right like she has these demons in her head, but. And her demons tell her that I'm a bad person. But so part of me is like, I learned grace, mental health, Jesus, mental health issues. Um, But then part of me is like, well, if you can make the, if you can make the decision to keep the kids away from me, because I do this, 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 and this, but now I'm out of the picture but now I'm out, but now she's attacking my husband. Right. So it's like, I'm really not that issue. I'm not the issue. Right. Right. It's right. you. It, whatever, whatever idiosyncrasies you might have. Yes. That, that she's blaming it on. You can clearly see there's more to it than that. Yes. Know? Because it's like, she's not happy unless she is attacking somebody. And if right. she's causing some sort of drama, with somebody. So I'm not there anymore to do that. So now she's moved on to causing the drama with my husband. And, you know, I dealt with this for three years and 
it was a horrible nightmare for myself, but I'll tell you, it hurts more watching her do it to my husband and those kids. My, my wife is the same way. She was just, thank goodness she was there, you know, because I was just a mess. Yeah. And I, and I remember one comment that you had made that really, really resonated with me. And it was, you would never, never do anything to harm yourself. And I would never do anything to harm myself. My guys need me. My youngest daughter needs me. My grandchildren need me when they're older. Right. Um, But I, I wouldn't care if I didn't wake up. Right. And when you said that, I was just like, wow, Mm -hmm. like that's deep. Yeah. And that's uh, when you know that the pain is real. Right, right. You know, the, I mean, the pain is real. It sure is. It and it sure was for me. My goodness. Yeah. It's a it the the worst pain ever. The worst. Well, I guess if there's anything, um, like you were saying before, you you know she's going after other people that at least, you know, at least you know it's not not you. Uh, not, not, I should say not just you, like I said, right. whatever, whatever issues you might have, it's right. not really that. Right. It um, took me three years to get to that point though, you yeah. know? Um, but I did finally get that validation that it's not me and, yeah. you know, it's the demons that she's carrying. Um, That's awesome. so, but you know, I, I don't know. I, she's. She yeah. responded to my husband. My husband texted her six weeks ago, <laughs> six weeks ago to see if she could, if he could go pick up my grandson. Um, wow. But she responded six hours later, which, but it was a response. Right. And that's what I told him. And it was only one word. They were camping, camping. Yeah. That was it. Um, but he was just like, so I, I told him today, I said, you know, I said, Jack and Sophia must be really wondering where you are. And he was just like, well, it hasn't been that long. And I'm like, yeah, it's been seven weeks. And he was just like, really? It's been yeah. seven weeks. So I, he's, I think he's trying to block. Yeah. Kind of have to sometimes. Yeah. You know, so, you know, he won't. He won't get himself any help. Plus, I mean, what kind of help is there for a man? Counseling? I We don't want to go that route. Right, right. You know? It's tough. Yeah. So I just think that he has now because of he didn't even realize that it was seven weeks. We never went more than three days without seeing our grandkids. All right. You know, and now it's we're at seven weeks. Wow. That we even have heard from them the last time we seen them was at her wedding yeah wow that's tough yeah it's 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 just it's just tough it's just hard i mean there's no other way to really you know uh put a put a name to it no Um, so let me ask this during this now that you uh, not that it's over because you know something in some ways it'll never be over but um but you've learned to cope, I guess, better. Um, what have you learned about you during all of this? Is, is there something you've learned about? You? No <laughs> I did. It. Yeah. I, I learned that I was too naive, that I was too <laughs> kind. Um, <laughs> I, I just, you know, I, and I always listen to all the other moms in Sally's group and I sit there and I'm going, if I would have listened to how to set boundaries and stuff like that three years ago, I probably wouldn't be in this situation right now. I let her walk all over me. I let her control every single aspect of my life. Mm. She has ruined vacations for us. Not really ruined. I, I can't say ruined. She had, she controlled even wow. our vacations. Um, every vacation my husband and I went on, our daughter was in control of them either by 
calling us at 6.30 in the morning with problems. Yeah. Um, making us, telling us that we're going to get the grandkids for that day while we're on vacation. And right. she would be there at like 10 o'clock. We waited and waited all day and they wouldn't show up until six o'clock at night. Yeah. Stuff like that. And no remorse for any of it. Wow. None. None. So what I've learned is I, I am too kind. I was too kind. I should have asked more questions um, when giving her all the money all the time. I should have got my son-in-law involved more with yeah. everything. You know, like, I don't even know if he knows half of the stuff that we have given her money for. And I'm not even sure that we gave her the money for those reasons. Right. You only know what she was telling you and you assumed yeah. that they so, both knew. Yeah. So, I mean, finding out that he didn't even know we were paying gymnastics for six months was, whew, wow. that was a blow. I'll bet. I'll bet. You know? um, so, but then again, that was another thing that just sparked like, huh, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. So that's what I've learned. I've learned that I need to, you know, I need to, um, stop letting people walk all over me because it just gets me hurt. And I yeah. do tell, I do um, tell people don't ever think that it won't happen to you. Don't ever think that my husband and I never in a million years thought no. that this would ever happen. We've had the best life with our kids and our grandkids. Right. And the last three years have just changed for the, so much worse. And we would have never, never have expected this. Never. Well, hopefully it doesn't, you know, completely change you totally. Yes. Be more careful and, and the things you said, but. I, well, I am going to put my energy into something yeah. in this area. So mental health, I've never really done anything with mental health. I've always done like homeless shelters. Um, my brother was an addict and lived in the homeless shelter and, um, and passed away suddenly two years ago. Um, but so I started working with the homeless shelters. Uh, my husband and I were cooking for a shelter once a month, um, doing all of that. And then the shelter unfortunately closed down, but now I'm going, now I'm going to shift my focus to mental health because it's, it's real. It is. It it's is. real and it ruins everybody around it. Yeah. Everyone around it, even, you know, and I want to say, I, I, I'm not sure that she knows what she's doing some days. I don't know. And it kind of sounds that way. Sounds like, she's kind of making it up as she goes along sometimes. Yes. So yeah. again, yeah. not being a professional. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I get, no, yeah. I know. Listen, my husband and I could be professionals now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Justin, you know, all the research and everything that we've done and, yeah. you know, I mean, just for three years, we just scrolled through the internet and everything looking for what can it be? What yeah. Can it be, and, you know, and, you know, when you said you discovered the podcast, I looked before I started doing this and there was like maybe two things. There but, is really nothing. But they were like from professionals, from therapists or doctors or whatever. I don't mm -hmm. even remember now. And not from like the parents perspective. So. Right. Um, I started the first thing I did was I read um, Rules of Estrangement. Yes. Okay. Um, so that one, I sat in Barnes and Nobles with a cup of coffee <laughs> and I sat there for three and a half hours and I read that certain, you know, I skipped through, um, I screenshot things, you know, that were, you know, things that were pertaining to our situation. And right. um, I read that and then I joined that Facebook group. Cool. Um, but that didn't end well. There was, um, um, what do you call, uh, 
troll, a Facebook troll. Oh no. Um, so I got a, a message one day from my husband's friend who lives in Florida. She has two children, a boy and a girl. Yeah. And she asked me if everything was okay. And I'm like, well, I mean, for the most part, yeah. Like why, what's the matter? And she's like, I received a really strange message and she sent it to me, the screenshot, a lady from that group screenshotted my uh, comments. Oh my goodness. And sent them to everybody in my Facebook group that had two kids that she knew that she could tell by their profile pictures. Wow. Two kids. Wow. So I, yeah. So I reported her. I contacted admin. Um, you know, they apologized, um, all this stuff. And oh. then I was just like, wow, like I, you know, that I don't feel safe. I don't feel secure. Like I'm not yeah. going to do this. And that's why Sally's is great too, because Sally's is a membership. Yeah. So it's yeah. not just for anybody, but I do, I do go on yours, but okay. I, I'm very careful. Yeah. Um, and we're like, we're, we're very, we try to be, obviously you can't control if people lie to you to get into the group, then absolutely they're out you there. Can do. People are um, so full of drama and just want other people to be miserable. Like this is what they do. And I couldn't even believe that lady did that. That's wild. And she was just like, I did you a favor. You did me a favor. Mm. Like, come did you, on. Did you read the same dictionary I did? It was <laughs> awful. But, you know, I had so much support from everybody oh. in the group. Um, but I just, I didn't feel safe after that and i just deleted no. that makes sense his no. book was fabulous it was yeah. great very good yeah i highly recommend like the life coaching as opposed to um like counseling and stuff i yeah. you know i find finding somebody um and that this is something i've learned as well like finding somebody who is actually going through what you're going through um counselors right. are kind of just like in general right you know you got a problem talk to a counselor whatever but you know i can get the same response from my friends as a counselor so sometimes yeah yeah so you so you got to find somebody that is really going through what you're going through because really it's the only people that understand your friends and stuff can say that they understand or they would do this and they would do that. Right. Yeah. It's not, it's not no, that. Cause it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. You know? It doesn't. So that's something I have learned. And I do tell people, oh. I don't tell anybody. Um, I have a, just a soul, a very, very small portion of people that know what I'm doing only gotcha. because I don't want it sabotaged. I don't want anybody yeah. looking for me on these groups and, you know, right. um, because it happened to me already. So I tell just a select few, but I do tell people find somebody that can relate. Yeah. That's important. It's so important. It is very much. Okay. Well, so I guess the next uh, couple of things is if, <laughs> If your daughter was listening to this, if there was anything else that you would want her to know, um, if she happened to run across this. Uh, well, I would, of course, start by telling her I love her. I love her more than anything on this earth. I always did and I always will. I just want you to get the help. I want you to get the help that you need so that we could all be as happy as we were all sure. growing older together as a family. We miss our family dinners. We miss our holidays. We miss the laughter. She's such a funny kid. Oh, I can't say kid. She's 32 now, but right. she's such a funny kid. Like she always had me laughing. Um, and I miss that even, yeah. even through all of the pain and, you know, the hurt, the betrayal through the lies. I miss that part of her. I miss her quirkiness. I miss her heart. 
you know, because she just, she does, she has a heart of gold. She loves to take care of people. Well, everybody except me, (laughs) but um, yeah, so that's what I would tell her. Just, I I would want her to please to seek some help and, um, you know, and that I love her, love her dad. And I love her more than anything on this earth. Okay. You know, that's all we can do, right? That's it. That's all we can do. And I pray. I pray for her every day. I, yeah. you know, I pray every single day for her. So is there anything then that you would impart to other parents that are just starting out on this? Any any tidbit that you would offer them to, to, to help? Oh, for people just starting out, yes. First of all, I'm amazed with the amount of people that are joining your group every day. That list is huge, which saddens my heart, but it also makes me happy because it's, it's finally good to see that people are trying to live a life through this and people are acknowledging it. Yeah. Whereas if you do research estrangement has been around for years. And I don't know, Don, if you looked at your family when this happened to you. Oh yeah. Not too long ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I did the same through all of this. It was like, wow. It's like estrangement is so real. People don't talk about it. It's embarrassing for one. I'm not somebody. How's your daughter? I don't know. She don't talk to me. Why would you do? Right. Exactly. Also, I kept it all hidden. But one thing I've learned from yours is, you know, a different ways of saying she's good. She just doesn't prefer a life with us at the moment. There you go. You know, so we're giving her her space. Yeah. Um, Things that I've learned from your podcast. Um, Yes. I would just tell everybody to stay focused with the proper help let get into groups that are moms going through the same thing yeah same thing um and dads i feel bad for dads i did see the interview with your one dad mm-hmm. i did see that um and i wish there was more for dads yeah um not that my husband would do it you know but <laughs> but the dads go through it too. But it seems like in a lot of the situations, the dad is still in the picture. It seems like that. Yeah. 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 Um, Cause I think moms, moms are their safe place. They know mom is still going to love them and no matter what. Right. You know, um, dad's more harder, you know, but yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's what I would say. And I would talk about it, talk about it, talk know about, that yeah. it's not you. Um, but I always say, too, if you're seeking help, you know, as dramatically as I was, like, I know it's not me because and I, even if you, I don't care. You know, but and even if you have some issues, if you if if it comes to your attention that you have some issues, maybe you even that. did something, then. Correct work it. on yourself. That's all Absolutely. you can do is work on yourself. Absolutely. And you know? that's why I went to my daughter asking yeah. her straight out, what am I doing? Right. Tell me what I'm doing so that I can stand here right now and I can start fixing that. Right. Exactly. Because that's what we want to do. Nobody's perfect. No. I wasn't a perfect mom. I'm still not a perfect mom. I never, never, never claimed to be. No. But I do know that I was loving, compassionate, kind. You know, I we gave our kids a really good life. We gave our kids, my husband and I both gave our kids a life that we did not have. Yeah. We didn't want our kids to have our life. So we did totally opposite. I think most of us try to do that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know. But there, you know, there's a lot of social media influence. Yeah. You know, if your pair if your family members are toxic, just leave them. And it's like, first of all, read the definition of toxic. Right. Okay. Because it's not a person that says, Oh, you should comb your hair. Right. 
that's not a toxic person. And you have also said, you know, unless you are being sexually abused, emotionally abused, physically abused, then there's no reason for estrangement. Right, right. There's no reason for it. But social media, it's yeah. out there. It's definitely a part. So I, I, I do believe yeah. so. Well, yeah. I really appreciate um, you, Karen, for coming on today. I'm sure that um, others will um, will find some some comfort in some of the things and some some guidance in some of the things that you've talked about. So I appreciate it. I hope so. so. Self-help. Self-help. Yeah. You've got to take care of you mentally. Yeah, for sure. And that's not just getting your nails done and your hair done. <laughs> it's It's doing stuff for your mental health. Walks every day. You know, right. just so much journaling, that stuff is so important. And that's something that I have learned too. Yeah. Self-help is so important and keeps you going. It keeps you focused and, you know. Okay. Nope, I agree. Well, all right. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable. With stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft. Made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.